ladies and gentlemen, episode number five. Lou, can I get a high five there, bro? Let's, let's just high five me. Yeah, let's go. What is up? Welcome back to the Respawn Podcast, baby. We're back. Episode five. Lou, say how's it? How's it? Nice. I gotta stop doing that. Eh? <laughs> you you re- you really gotta stop doing that because uh, eventually putting in a cricket sound over there is is just gonna be weird, man. It's oh, it's man, gonna I went be really deliberation in my mind. I was like, <laughs> do I just stick with the awkward greetings I've been doing, or do I bring some hype to the table? And Lou being blue, I just stuck with the awkward greeting, man. But how's it, peeps? Welcome to episode five. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We have we have made it. Oh my goodness. Five, the number of grace. Praise the Lord. We've made it. Uh also Amen. Hallelujah. I, I just want to make a comment, Lee. You were talking about how I have starting anxiety, right? So yes, we were setting up and everything, and it normally takes like 20 minutes about there, right? Minimum uh-huh. 20 minutes before we actually say, Okay, are you ready? Let's get it. Let's go. Right. And you just kind of yeah. like wait around. But the difference is in those 20 minutes. I'm sorting out my awkward greeting. What are you doing when you're waiting in those 20 minutes? I'm waiting for you, bro. That's what's happening. Consistently, every episode, I have to wait 25 minutes, man. <laughs> it used to be technical issues. I don't know what the excuse is anymore. That's yeah, what funnily I'm saying. enough. anxiety because there ain't no technical issues anymore. There, there ain't. I mean, stream's looking good. Colors popping. Audio sounding great. So, uh, yeah, we are, we're here. I still have starting anxiety. That's fine. Maybe one day I'll be a professional and I'll get over it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But to interject, right? To interject, there is an art to awkwardness. It doesn't just come naturally, bro. You have to understand to make a situation truly awkward, it takes like a specific amount of skill. So I'm busy working on some degree of my greeting while I'm waiting for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, You know what's also a skill, bro? Yeah, tell me. Yeah, it's talking absolute hogwash. I don't know what the... (laughs) (laughs) To the audience, this is the sound of jealousy. This is the sound of a man that cannot face reality. That awkwardness is an art. You know, you can make subtle decisions on day-to-day living, right? Where you can go from, if you enter into an awkward situation, are you going to be the one that's left feeling the most awkward or not? And your goal should always make sure or should always be to make sure that you're not the one that's feeling the most awkward, right? So awkward situation is, is, is it's horrible. Only if you're the one that's feeling the most awkward. <laughs> so you want to walk away feeling the least awkward? Yeah. All right. And well, listen. I have to make we, the other person feel more awkward. So it's an art, man. We, we did say that the Respawn podcast is aimed at doing things a better way. So ladies and gents, there you go. You got your top tip for episode five is... In awkward situations, make sure that you're the one walking away feeling the least awkward from the man Lou himself. So thanks, Lou. For yeah, the it'll top be tip. my upcoming TED talk. So oh, nice. people look out nice. for it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. But a uh, quick shout out to all our viewers, followers, subscribers, uh, likers, all the rest. Thank you so much for the amazing support for all the content these last couple of weeks. I think we were quite overwhelmed with some of the metrics. We were like, what? This is crazy. We've just started and we're getting, you know, some really, really uh, good engagement, you know? Um, yeah. we, we did agree we, we had to be patient and stick it out for a while, you know, which is fine. That's what we're going to mm-hmm. do. The algorithm is going to look after us. And obviously all you beautiful people who are watching and listening are also going to share and like and comment and subscribe and, you know, everything else that you need to do. Um, but we are here with episode five. And for episode five, I just want to state that last week we had a bit of an issue with our podcast, okay? Some clever person, uh, we're not at liberty to say who it was, messed up <laughs> the linking from our Acast uh, hosting site, okay? And, and what happened was we had to recreate the show. so. On all the platforms, right, whether you're in Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Deezer, whatever it is, okay, uh, please do us a favor and research, research, search again for the Respawn Podcast, and you're going to find a new show that has uh, the four plus episodes. Make sure you're subscribed to that one. Okay, so again, reiterating, search it again on your favorite platform, uh, and make sure you subscribe to 
the show that has the four or plus episodes. And you can unsubscribe from the last one. That thing's just going to float there. We have to figure out how we're going to get rid of that. I don't know, Lou. We'll just leave it there, maybe. Yeah. So so visually, the only difference is that the old one had a gray background behind the Respawn logo. The new one's got a white background. So apart from nice. there being four episodes, if you see the white background, click subscribe to that one, and you'll be up to date with the podcast across all of our channels. Fantastic. Uh, when you say gray versus white, is that like for a normal person or for like Mr. Graphic Designer like you are? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like a literal difference, gray versus okay. white. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because you, you search both, it will come up at times. So, okay. yeah. Okay, cool. It's, it's a literal All right, like so. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. So that's where we are. I'm happy about it. But uh, kicking off episode five, Lou. We we got some hectic things to talk about tonight. Um, I think in the last week, or is it two weeks? Week and a half. Eh? Yeah, it's been about yeah. 10 days now. Week and a half, 10 days. I think uh, everyone's aware of the Israel-Palestine situation. Yep. Pretty difficult not to be aware of it. You know, it's, uh, it's another global event that's hit our doorsteps, our front patios. And it's something that I'm sure everyone is aware of by now. Um, mm. as we've seen from mainstream media, mostly everyone's picked a side by now. So <laughs> yeah, look, it's something uh, that's taken place, man. And it's something that we feel that we need to discuss. Yeah. I think, uh, that what you said about everyone's taken a side now, uh, it's important. I mean, everyone knows this is a Christian show, you know, um, well, it's yeah. Christian based and this show is all about showing the better way, which is Christ's way, you know? Um, so I think, Apart from everything that can be said about it, you know, um, I did make a mention on Sunday and um, I said, you know, a lot of people aren't prepared for the conversation of the Middle East drama, you know, that whole history that's there. I mean, the amount of research and everything you got to do to be able to understand yeah. exactly what's taking place. And more importantly, a lot of people don't want to go to the extent that they need to go in terms of understanding and finding out uh, about different factors that I play, you know, without having to put on a tinfoil hat, you know, that pointy one, (laughs) (laughs) you know, that thing. But, uh, but what we will say is, is ladies and gents, if you're watching right now, do not get sucked into another global agenda. You know, uh, the dangerous part about this one is that it's potentially a war without borders. You know, they've made it about, uh, about religion and, you know, all that other kind of stuff. And the call along the, uh, around the world to, choose a side and, you know, take allegiance and all that kind of stuff. Listen, guys, take responsibility for your choice and be a peacemaker, right? If you are anywhere else in this world, this is not your war. If you're anywhere else in this world, it's not your fight. Don't spread hate. Don't uh, uh, go out and and fight. If you want to post true solidarity, you know, get on a plane and go to the front line. That's true solidarity. You know what I'm saying? Um, disrupting your neighborhoods, damaging property, injuring people, that is not solidarity in any way. You know, um, it's not just about expressing your solidarity. It's about actually showing up and doing it. Talk is cheap, you know? So if if we're going to be in a position where we're expressing support for something, but we're just talking and disrupting people's lives, that doesn't count. You know, and we we need to say that. You, You know what I'm saying? We need to say that. But we will be including a link in the description of this video. Uh, about how you should make your choice. Israel or Palestine, you got to choose, but we're going to include a video, uh, a link to a video in this description about how you as a Christian are supposed to choose. And the answer is not as straightforward as you think it is. It really isn't because many big churches have said, oh, we pledge allegiance and many other people have said other things or whatever. Uh, When we get down to the brass tacks of what Christ said, that's that's what we got to choose. Yeah, one hundred percent. And to your point, there is that there's so many factors to actually consider before making a decision like this, and especially to the younger audience out there that has already experienced since what three years ago with the COVID nineteen um, pandemic, is that there's been quite a few global events, maybe on not such a big scale, that have taken place, where you know people have been forced in a sense by the media or coerced to pick a side based off the facts that the mainstream media has given without realizing that what the mainstream media is busy painting to you is a very well thought out story 
in a sense that is being thought about to make you feel a certain way, to make you agree with what they're busy pushing you very subtly in the direction of. And yeah. all I can add to what you're saying is that with the amount of different factors going on, the headlines that you're seeing in the mainstream media regarding this Israeli-Palestine war, it's not what you should be basing any of your decisions on. And as you mentioned, we are <laughs> basing this podcast and what we are busy talking about here based off the Christian values and the Christian beliefs. But in all honesty, this is to everyone of our listeners out there, whether you believe in Christ or not, there is a better way to approach these events, these, these global situations that happen. There's a safer way for you to decide what is right and what is wrong here. Because at the end of the day, let's face it, both sides are suffering casualties. Both sides can make the case for why they think they're justified in doing what they're doing. But at the end of the day, there's, there's human life at stake here. And human exactly. life is what we are here to tell you that that is what needs to be valued at all costs, That's above it. all else. And if you, yeah, if you can make that the sense of your decision-making, you're already one step in the right direction. No, it's true. You get what I'm it's, saying. It's true. hundred percent, you know, and, and that's what it comes down to guys is, uh, you know, it's the innocent blood. You know, they are, you, we made this comment, I think it was episode two or three, where we spoke mm -hmm. about the, um, the danger of selfish leaders, you know, and we spoke Ooh, yeah. about how, damage. yeah, you know, we spoke about the collateral damage that innocent people have to now endure with for selfish leaders' actions, you know. So, yeah, I think, you know, without getting too much into it, you know, um, and just putting that out there, I would rather that we have this discussion with the video in the description. So, guys, click it. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. Trust me, it's not that long. But it was CWW, it was our take, all right, on um, showing what the Bible says about these circumstances. And more importantly, that we as believers, you know, where our allegiance needs to stand, you know, and the truth is, is that it's not with any nation, yeah. you know. Our allegiance is with Christ, and, and that means many different things for us. So please, guys, do us a favor. Click the link in the description after you've watched this video. Um, save this video or save that video, like, share. And I promise you it's going to help you. It's going to bring a lot of peace. It's going to help you to discharge the emotion. You That's know what I'm right. saying? Because, I mean, Lou, when we see, when we see the, 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 the evil of man and, and leaders and, you know, all these kind of things, when we see it in the world and we see people affected by it, it it's, yes, it affects us hectic, you know? Yeah. And, and like you were saying, you know, mainstream media always <laughs> takes advantage of the emotions. If they That's can rile you up and if they can get you in a corner and if they can say, if you don't do something, then you know what, you don't, you don't matter or you're against it or, you know, you're whatever. Um, don't fall for any of that stuff, guys. Don't fall for any of that stuff because I'm telling you, in the time to come, watch. And it, and it was the same, you know. 2020 was a virus. 2021 was a, a jibby jab. 2022 was Ukraine. This year is Israel. And... Yeah. All the, the previous three events, we already saw the truth of what was behind those. Yeah. If everyone can just sit tight for a little while, don't destroy your relationships. Protect your relationships. Protect your neighbors. Love your community. Pray for each other. You know, love your enemies. Um, and in a little while, we're going to see what the true, the true issue is behind this atrocity. Yeah, it really does all come to light eventually. It's major players at hand and as with the past three years <laughs> the major players always end up revealing themselves that's it. you know to your point you know just sort of to come back to reality to what you started off with you know is that if you're in sunny south africa it's really not your your war mm. you know so don't disrupt the day-to-day -day living yeah mm. if you want to have an opinion voice it but don't voice it in a way that that disturbs the everyday people yeah. are carrying on and doing what they need to do. There's a way to be doing these sort of things. And I say this specifically for the, the youth that is easily riled up, you know, easily. It, it gives them a sense of purpose, a sense of a call to arms. Let us, let us do this. You know, this is what's going to give me some sort of purpose. And we have to tell you that your purpose is not getting involved in events that do not really concern you. Mm. You get exactly. what I'm saying, because exactly. what I have signed or what I've signed, what I've seen with the youth is that a lot of them just want a purpose, man. They want to be part of something greater than themselves. Yeah. Like we need discernment as to what we're going to commit to. 
we need discernment as to what is actually worth our time and effort. And if you think that joining a certain cause is going to bring more to you, make sure that it really is. Mm. Don't just go based off an emotion that's busy fueling you to make this decision. And then you get hurt or someone around you gets hurt or some stranger gets hurt. And at the end of the day, what have we got to now justify that decision that was made? Yeah. We haven't helped the real situation in the tiniest bit. We've just disrupted, you know, <laughs> harmony in society, you know, but oftentimes, oftentimes, you know, these things need to be said because people, once those emotions kicked in, it's, it's difficult for them to see clearly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it happens to all of us sometimes and we just got to be on top of it before the emotions kick in. That's Excellent. the key. That, that is, is the key. So yeah, man, listen, Lou, how was the feedback uh, on our four parts that we did on the process? I mean, anything interesting on your side? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, so apparently I've been neglecting our Apple podcast audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there was a loophole in what happened there, right? So uh, for those who don't know, I'm referring to, to Bash's brother. So he messages me and he's like, um, Apple podcast only has two episodes. Because obviously because of what we mentioned earlier with the whole podcast mix-up. Yeah. And I forgot to message him to tell him, hey, FYR, there's a new podcast channel out on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to that one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so he's saying I've failed the Apple Podcast audience. I'm telling him that why are you only listening to episode four today when it released last week, Thursday? He's telling me, no, he has watched it but I failed him. So why should he feel like I'm still looking out for them? <laughs> That's the most interesting feedback I had from episode. Dude, it's, it sounds like you're being coerced into a public apology. Is, yeah, right. Yeah, is that Which, it? Um, I'm yet to tell you, I'm not giving it, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't delete the podcast show. So I think you've been coerced. Bro. Yeah, we'll just have to, we won't reveal what happened with that whole podcast show. You know, it's just, you know, technology is great when it works. You when know, that, that, that's when the thing, works. you know, yeah. But like but I yeah, said... Man, uh, on, a, on a serious note, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, on yeah, a serious yeah. note, had some excellent feedback. Um, a lot of people are saying that episode four had some of the best nuggets so far nice. for what they've been hearing us speak about when it comes to the process. Mm. And what was quite cool is that a lot of it was relatable. A lot of it was almost like a aha moment as to, oh, wow, <laughs> I know that feeling. That's exactly what I went through. Yeah, Just like yeah, a yeah. couple of days ago and... Now, this is a better way that I can think about it. And what I think is quite cool is that the one part of or the one specific piece of feedback that I got was that it's it's affecting them on a day-to-day basis, what mm. they were hearing us talk about in episode four, to think about that process, to actually, it's not like they just think about it once or twice every every month or so. It's like literally they find themselves engaging in an activity daily yeah. And they're thinking of, okay, wait, what am I actually doing here? Mm. Which is pretty cool. I mean, it's so it's it's cool to hear that it's it's boots on the ground in a sense, the content that we're discussing. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll be honest with you, I was chatting to a youngster, I think he's twenty. Uh yeah. Uh he's also finding himself in that work situation, trying to figure out yeah. what to do with life, you know, whatever. I was chatting to him on Sunday and I was literally taking him through the process of the four episodes we did. You, you oh, know wow. what I'm saying? Like step That's by step. Cool. And then halfway through, I'm like, dude, you need to go and watch. The Respawn podcast. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, bruh, bruh. I was like, bruh, come on. Where have you been? You know, you um, know that, that meme is like, bruh. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> I'm actually going to add that sound effect in post. Bruh. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and, and I actually took him through it. And I was like, dude, you got to go listen to this thing because, you know, what we talk about and the way we brought it across, he's going to find useful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because everything I was explaining to him, he's like, oh my gosh, that's, yeah, that's, that's so true. That's so true. And I'm like, Watch the podcast, bro. Watch the podcast. You are our audience. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the podcast, you know. Like <laughs> But I think I think consequently, or shall I say subsequently, you know, to um to to the first four episodes we did in the process. I mean, look, we we had great fun. I think we learned a lot uh about what is possible, you know, with respawn, you know, and, and the kind of angle we want to take. I think yeah. people really, really enjoyed how uh, our approach to things. So I got a lot of feedback about how we kept it simple. You know, we kept it practical. I think a lot of people loved that we brought in the emotions and the thoughts, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, that's really the key. We can talk about a lot of theory and a lot of principles, but unless people connect with the emotion that you, you're conveying or like the emotion in the story, it's very difficult for them to, to grasp what you're saying, you know. 
So I think uh, I think tonight we decided that we were gonna talk about uh, kind of one of the crucial elements of the the process, and you know that's discipline. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and uh, I know that's like a difficult word for everyone to hear because, dude, let's be honest, you know, discipline and consistency, oi, everyone's just. Oh, it's kind of like swear words, man. It's yeah. like, oh, did you have to mention that? Yeah, I, I couldn't get my cake and eat it too. Is that what you're <laughs> trying to tell me, Bash? I can't go through my process just like smoothly. I have to be disciplined. Yeah. You want yeah. me to have consistency, bro? It's it's difficult, man. <laughs> and, and and it's like, you know, everything that we said, you know, in, in those four episodes, I, I agree with you that uh, I did see on a, on the faces of the people that I did speak to about those episodes. They were saying that, you know what, it's like, it's an eye opener. You yeah. know, it's an eye opener. And one of the one of the things that I also appreciated what, that I heard was that it's, you know, it makes things achievable. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's you know cool what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah because if you're not in the process, right, if you yeah. don't understand the process objectively or clearly, or if, if it's not practical, right, then everything's mystical. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it's hard to to do something practical with it. It's hard to. To, to, to achieve and, and progress in it. You know, you know what I'm saying? So um, that, that was one thing that I really enjoyed is that people thought that, okay, wait a minute, this can be done. I mean, they understand what it's going to take to get it done, you know, mm. but this, this can be done, you know. But ultimately, yeah. we talk about discipline and uh, consistency. Lou, step, yeah. step one that we need to talk about. <laughs> so what, we're, me, we're, we're probably going to finish at 1 or 2 a.m. tonight, right? So... <laughs> So, right, let's talk about the consistency and discipline we need to have tomorrow morning. So, when, <laughs> when the alarm goes off tomorrow morning, what's the first feeling you're going to have, bro? To, to, give, give it to me straight. Tell, tell, tell our viewers honestly. Can I be honest with you, bro? Yeah, I'm hoping. Every night that we uh, do a podcast, audience, listen up. Every night that we do a podcast, we finish ridiculously late. The next morning, the alarm clock goes off at the same time as if I didn't finish ridiculously late. And the first thought that comes to my mind is, well, I'm justified to snooze this for another damn hour. <laughs> There's it. There's it. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's like, why not? I deserve it. Yeah. You know, I was up late last night. Yeah, I was doing the podcast. It wasn't going to get me any money or, you know, do anything that's going to give me like financial gain. But you know what? I was working hard. Yeah, I was having a good time. It was hard work, man. Had these bright lights on me. I was talking to Bash for a damn hour or two. Hey, That's hey, hey. Work, by the way. <laughs> talking to me is not hard. Okay, okay. You, you just need to reel it in, brother. Just, just reel <laughs> But yeah, man, it's um, discipline and consistency. Definitely two of the biggest tools that we need to discuss when it comes to approaching the process because mm. to endure the process from beginning to end without those two tools in your back pocket um, the chances are you're not gonna you're not gonna endure. Yeah, and I know yeah. that discipline, especially, is a bit of a it's a tricky one because, and I'm speaking from my own past experience. Bash is that as soon as I think of discipline, I associate it with some sort of pain. Yeah, whether it be a physical yeah. pain, for example, if you're training abs at the gym, discipline to do that it's horrible. You literally block it out in your mind. You don't ever want to do it. Discipline to sit down and study when everyone else is maybe not doing studies. It's difficult, man. Mm. So maybe I'm not, I don't know where you were going with that question that you asked me, but um, maybe we just need to break down what it is that we mean by discipline and then sort of give the practical answer. <laughs> yeah, or, you see. Or look I, I, on what that does for people. I, I like that angle you're taking because, you know, I used to, I, I used to really live in a dream world, right? I had nice. these, I, I had, what do you mean nice? It's, it's not well, nice. It could, been, it could have been glorious. <laughs> but, but it, okay, not a dream world. It was a delusional world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I had this thing and I really don't know where it came from, dude. I, and it stuck with me for so much of my life, right? It yeah. was this thing where I would feel inspiration, okay? Okay. And when I felt the inspiration and eventually I got to the point, I was like, oh, well, that'd be great. That'd be nice. <laughs> I just... I just magically thought the stuff was going to happen. Oof. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, looking back now, oh, you know, 
Oh, shucks, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, looking back now, I just think, and and you know, it was with so many different things. It was with yeah. in school. It was, it was sport. It was you know being a prefect. It was being in top ten. You you know, it was uh, um, earning certain amount of money. It was um, passing exams in university, jobs in in the real world. You know, all that kind of stuff. For so long, I was in this delusional mindset that, yeah, these things, these things happen, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I had no basis for it. None. I, no I, I had, whatsoever. It's like, I think if you had me tested for insanity at that point, I would have been positive. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure of it. Because, you still would be, bro. Yeah. <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> also, behave. <laughs> but, but, I mean... You know, if you think about it, like in hindsight, you know, they always say hindsight is perfect vision, you know. Mm, but, 2020. Yeah. But what was I thinking? What was it that made me think it was okay to want my things and just wait for them to show up, you know? And I actually realized is because I was ridiculously selfish. Oh, wow. So let me, let me expound. Down, yeah, let me expound on what I'm, I'm talking about is that I wanted right? All the environments around me to change instead of yeah. changing myself. Ooh, so that is it, quite selfish. Yeah. So what do I mean? Right. For example, so I was like, wow, it'd be so cool to be in top 10. You know, I was like, oh, my mom would be so proud of me if I was in top 10, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, okay, cool. So what's in my mind, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool. I'm going to, I'd like to be in top 10. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get there. So what must happen is the 40% that I'm getting for maths, everyone else uh-huh. must get lower than that. Yeah, so, so we're just gonna need the first top ten to start dropping. Yeah, exactly. Consistently, you know. So listen, you guys who are in the top ten, y'all got to start doing worse so I can make it there. Yeah. It's like, um, oh man, uh, okay, oh, okay. yeah, it is. But it's because it's because um, I was so selfish in the sense that um, I wanted to stay where I was. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? In in you know the first couple of episodes, we spoke about how. You know, God's designed us to be builders, creators, visionaries, you know, achievers, yeah. you know, all these kind of things. Because in every single one of us, there is this world of potential um, and it's our responsibility to test that. That's you know, it. we got to push that thing to the limit to see what it is. For what purpose? For the betterment of those around us and our environment. I wanted the feeling of achievement and greatness and, you know, all these kind of things, but without producing anything. Oof. That's a man. That's a real reality, bro. That really, yeah. really is. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I mean, there like, is even with the the real estate. I was like, I want to be the top performer, so everyone must just stop selling more so much. <laughs> like, no, that isn't how it works. You, you know, and and Jesus, he has a great example. I mean, he goes to a fig tree that has leaves. Yeah. Right. He gets there, and there's no figs on it. Mm. And that is such a prime example of wanting the elation and the celebration of achievement with. No substance with yeah. nothing to offer. You with me? Yeah. And, and the truth is, the truth is the only way you're going to get there to offer something, right? Because remember, when you're there, whatever you achieve in your life, you know, even though people do distort this thing and, and make it, they make it uh, selfish, you know, even mm-hmm. though they do that, it doesn't mean that's what it's for. When you get there to the top, it's because you want to be able to give you want to be able to help. You want to be able to serve. You want to be able to create opportunities. You want to be able to lead, to build people. You, you know what I'm saying? So whatever achievement you have, even if it is a simple thing of becoming an inspiration, mm-hmm. you know, to those who are trying to get there or at least have the same desire, you can say to them, hey, this is possible. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? But, but wanting success and, 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 and wealth and you, you know, the, the elation and the, the euphoria from achieving and building and creating without having anything to give, right? It's straight out delusional. You, you, you're, you're living in a bubble that doesn't exist in the real world. Yeah, 100%. You know, and you see it with, for example, even with the youth, you know, they uh, almost like, let's go back to what we've mentioned in previous episodes, especially with the younger generations, the whole get rich quick sort of mindset that they have. They want to start earning bucks at a young age. They want to start doing all these so-called business ventures, but they're not even willing to go and wash cars on a Saturday afternoon. Mm. And this is, well, 
you're kind of delusional to think that you're going to get to the place of making millions when you're not even willing to put in the work for a couple of hundred of bucks. Yeah, you 100%. get what I'm saying. It's so delusional, but it's a reality. Mm. And mm. honestly, I've, I personally believe one of the reasons for that delusion to come about is because people's perception of what discipline is is completely incorrect. Hundred percent, like what you were saying. Yeah, 100%. you know. And and myself personally, I avoided discipline <laughs> throughout school for various reasons i mean i had the academic discipline because it just came easily in a sense you know so it wasn't there wasn't too much pain associated to it wow must be nice to be smart lou wow (laughs) shut up you behave now (laughs) but but my point is that the discipline came about because i didn't associate pain with it Mm. but you put me in another room where the same mechanic of discipline is required and i must now have associated pain with it like for example training abs at the gym you won't see me doing it even though and this is the weird thing about discipline is that even though you see the benefit it's going to bring you still avoid it Mm. Mm. and that's a weird one for me man because that is what keeps it's what's kept me trapped in a delusion before (laughs) is that i can see the benefit to this discipline yet i'll still choose not to follow through with it yeah, and yeah. now looking back at it, now it's realizing that because the, there's no real purpose, like mm. you're just mentioning now, attached. Yeah, or driving the reason that I thought I should maybe be disciplined or not be disciplined. The purpose wasn't good enough. Yeah, <laughs> the purpose was selfish. 100%. Yeah, it was it was self-sustaining and it didn't sustain itself for mm. too long, unfortunately. Mm. I mean, you know, it's like what you're saying. Is it not true that people will only be committed to the point that they will get what they want to get? 100%. 100%. I mean, As I mean, you change of... that, the whole picture changes. Completely. Boom, gone. It's, <laughs> and it can happen like this, like literally overnight. Exactly. You know, and, and I mean, you'll be going, like going and going and going and going. Like, for example, let's say someone told you, listen, go study this thing because this is the next big thing in the market. That's yeah. it. You go study this thing. If you go and study this thing, man, you are set for life. Dude, you won't skip a day, brother. I promise you. Yeah. You won't skip a day, you know, because you have created the value. You like, I'm going for this thing. This thing is boom. That is it. You know what I'm saying? Now, something that is seemingly beneficial is not necessarily valuable to you. Mm, That is true. (laughs) That's a real reality, man. Yeah. (laughs) And it's actually, I'm busy laughing here while you're talking because I'm busy thinking about when when I was in school and Mm. the guys that are my age around that 24, 25, 23 age group will relate to this is that when I was in school, you know what the, the next biggest thing was that everyone had to go and do mm. was Forex. Oh yeah. Online, yeah. online trading. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, bro, you can make like a, a million rand overnight, just like this. And then like all the guys I'm in school with go and like study it for like, well, study it for like seven days. And they realize, uh, uh-uh, we just, we don't have the capacity. Hey, <laughs> you know, we don't have, <laughs> But but and it's just funny because what you're saying is that it was beneficial but not valuable to them because mm. not once in their life have they shown any interest in finances yeah. or any form of trading or anything related to that. Mm. So there was no like real intrinsic value to it, mm. but they thought let's give it a bash because we can see a benefit to it, but not sustaining man. No, not sustaining of course. At all. Of course, of course. And and it's it's also that thing of of um you know when we get to those circumstances, you know, it's that misalignment of understanding that trying to achieve anything is a process. You know, when mm-hmm. we've, we've we've spoken about that, but the thing is now is that we have already committed, you know, emotions and imagination and everything to the finished product and and what it would be like in there that yeah. when we in that process phase, right? we realize uh, me getting this emotion is really far away right now. Mm. Let me just go scroll on my phone. Uh, let me just go play some games. Let me just, you know, eat some chocolate, get some sugar, you, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because, because the truth is it's the steadfastness uh, when going towards that end goal that we imagine. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's, that's the, the, the part that discipline lacks in is that steadfastness is not there. You know, yeah. so... So whenever we're looking at it, like, uh, let's take software development, right? So you're busy yeah. with, with the web stuff now, right? Yeah. How many hours have you clocked in that thing if you had to? Sheesh. I'd say like well over 60 hours by now, bro. Sheesh. 
<laughs> Tip of the iceberg, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. And listen, that's just the learning part. You haven't even built anything yet. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Don't put me down like this, man. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just encourage me, bro. Yeah, I'm explaining. I'm explaining. Because, because the thing is, I, I've shared the same journey. I mean, you know, I've yeah. been on the software development journey. You know, so yeah. you're you're on the fifty plus club. You know, well done. That's there. I'm like on the hundred and thirty plus club. You know, Ugh, it's oh, dude. But but you know, it's it's that sort of thing. And and I realized the difference in my life now versus how it was in that delusional bubble that I was talking mm. about. You know. Like I would have the, I would sit back in the day. I would sit and imagine. Let's let's take tennis for example. I would sit and imagine that. Wow, you know, see myself hitting this this backhand. Oof, you know, yeah. See myself serving the thing. Oh, like, oh, this is great. This is great. You know, <laughs> and this is a tactic a lot of motivational speakers do today. Like, see uh, yourself. See yourself. See yourself. Yeah. I'm like, listen, yeah, but you don't live in a a imaginary world or you know something like that, right? So, so what happens in those scenarios is that you end up with all these imaginations and everything and you're like, wow, you know, and some people are so crazy. They'll even get to the point where they'll tell people, no, I can't do that. You're like, really? It's like, yeah, no, no, I've seen myself. It's like, no, no, hold on. <laughs> and then, you know, when the reality hits the fan, you get on the tennis court, for example, and you try and hit that backhand. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. I mean, that, that was not how I imagined it. Oh, wait a minute. Hold, hold on, you know, yeah. and. And we find ourselves in this weird thing because, you know, is what's in your head real? Is what you see in your heart real? You know, because that's the question, isn't it? Like, like, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people will be different. I mean, we have a lot of uh, things that are happening in people's heads that they think are real in (laughs) today's world. We won't get too deep into that. Maybe if if the viewers request, we can unpack that. But my point is, is that, listen, what, what is in your head is a form of reality. Yeah. Right? Why? Because you're having an experience with it. So it's a form of reality, you know. Uh, a vision in your heart is a form of reality. But we need to understand that the physical world, right, is a form of reality. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So it, the physical world is, is the most uh, sensory real thing to us. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? And the physical world is where we live. It's, it's, it's where we conduct ourselves. It's where we live with each other. It's where we you know, do whatever we need to do, right? But those having a vision in your heart, having an image and, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff those guys were talking about, there is a responsibility, okay, to do what is necessary to bring that forward. Yeah. You with me? I mean, you take, uh, Lou, you were talking about art in episode one or two, whatever it was. I mean, yeah. You know, the thing about artists and, and artists not limited to visual, obviously music and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, when, when they bring it out and it's a finished product, you know what my first thing is? I'm like, this existed in your head first. <laughs> you, you know, it's like, I, I listen, like, for example, you know, guitar music, for example. You know, some of, the, yeah. some of the things people write. I'm like, dude, before you played this on the guitar, you heard it in your head. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Now, Hearing it in your head or seeing it with your imagination or experiencing it in your heart, there isn't this spontaneous zoom, magic pixie dust that just makes things happen. <laughs> no, not at all. You understand what I'm saying? And, and yeah. um, that's, the really, that's really, for me, the link I was missing is that I thought imagining it in whatever was enough. I'm like, listen, I, because, you know, through our imaginations, we can experience those emotions. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever... Got into an argument in the shower with those shower bottles, bro. Ooh, what? KO, brother. My bro. No survivors. KO. That is it. No survivors. And the worst part is, is like from the day before, you were arguing yeah. with someone, but you didn't have a response. You know those those text those text yeah. arguments. You know, you know the the ones where it's like this long, and then you got to click read more, read more, read more. You, you know those ones, right? Yeah. And then. And then they hit you with something and you didn't reply. You're like, no, 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 I'm coming back for this. And the next morning mm-hmm. you're upset, you're in the shower, you're washing your hair. And then you're like, yeah. And if he says this, if he says that, I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to, dude, you get out of that shower upset. Yeah. You upset well, yourself. You back in the argument. You know, there's, there's no physical reality for you to be upset about this. Yeah. There's but, no one arguing with you anymore. Exactly. But, you're upset. but I mean, if you had to take your blood pressure at that point, the doctor will tell you, listen, you got to chill. 
Oh, yeah. You just got to breathe a bit. <laughs> this is not good for you. You know, so you need to find some zen, man. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it's it's well, it's a well-proven fact that our imaginations can create emotions for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um and what happens is when we leave it in there, we're satisfied with the emotion. Mm. You with me? And I I suppose the lesson that I've learned is that we got to disconnect from just being satisfied with the emotion. That's it. You with me? That's the yeah. thing, because if we live purely for emotional experiences, you know, purely for, for seeking a certain type of uh, uh, um, emotional environment or, you know, emotional experience, it's going to be very difficult to firstly be stable, you know, and, and be consistent, uh, yeah. be, a, be a person that isn't all over the place. And, and secondly, to actually do something, you know, to achieve yeah. something, to build something, you, you know, because there, was, there is no building process that goes smoothly. Mm. Even if you automate it with machines to the nth degree, it's going to break at some point because that's just how it works. It's everything tends to chaos. Yeah. You with me? So, so when we look at it and we, and we see, it's like, okay, wait, maybe these emotions that I'm feeling now, you know, and, and what I've created with my imagination, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe I should just take the responsibility to say, okay, I can actually work on making this a reality. Because you remember, once it's a reality in the physical world, we keep experiencing it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? But not just for our benefit, but the benefit of everyone else. You wow. know, so, so, so back to your, your, your thing you were saying about purpose, right? That's really the thing because the age old question is this. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I got to wake up and I got to go to work today, you know? It's like, okay, but if you didn't need the money, would you still go to work? <laughs> what would you do? That is a good question. But majority of people will tell you no, not at all. That literally, I'm, and I'm, uh, I would not be surprised at how high that percentage is because you know we've all been there before, you know. Yeah. But the question is then is that okay? So we understand that if we don't work, okay, we don't eat. Basic principle: you don't yeah. earn money, you're not going to be able to do anything in this world, right? Then how then do we actually ask the question is that, okay, is there more to life than working? Yeah. Absolutely. Way more to life than working, you know? Um, mm. say, same thing with like, let's take the gym, Lou. You know, it's, let's say people are going on a holiday, right? Mm. December's approaching, okay? Dude, I promise you, the next two and a half months, the gyms, this is where they make the money, bro. I'm bro, it's already you. happening. I walked into Planet Fitness today. There's a line of 15 people. I'm like, since when is there a line to get through automatic gates? <laughs> I was put off, man. It's like, I'm just going back home. What the heck is this? Yes, you know, but, but it's the truth. Now, now think about it, right? Now, now uh, anyone who knows about fitness and stuff, you know, when you have very severe weight loss, like very rapid, sorry, weight loss, you know, it's, um, that weight doesn't stay off. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So what happens? People push it, man. Boom, they get ripped, slim and trim for for December, their holiday. You know, mm. beach bodies, all the rest. You know, all cool, everything. Come back January. Whoop, there we go. <laughs> They're not even at square one. They they before. You know, but yeah. what what was the purpose for that effort? The purpose for that effort was I gotta look good on the beach. Mm. Are you with me? That's the thing, and. And the truth is, is that we need to redefine the purpose that we give our effort. Sure. Yeah, that's a big one. The, you, you know what I'm saying? Because what, what, if, what if the purpose for my effort in the gym was to have a healthy, fit, strong body? Yeah. A body. Long-term goal right there. Exactly. A body that, is, is, uh, um, that, that has longevity. You know what I'm saying? A body that's not going to grow tired and weak and all these things, but a body that's going to last me. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you look at bodybuilders, right? And um, whenever they are, are, are getting ready for competitions and, you know, all that kind of stuff, dude, they go crazy. Like, you know that weird, that weird moment where they look leathery? Mm. <laughs> you know, where they, 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 they uh, what's the name? They're cutting and they're getting it the water out. Left in the body. Yes. <laughs> It's crazy, you know, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, you know, but even in that, they go to an extreme to win the competition, whatever. And a lot of uh, seasoned bodybuilders will tell you, listen, you can't keep this up. This is bad for you. Yeah. You know, it, and, and the ones who do keep it up to an unreasonable level, they'll tell you they suffer with their joints. They suffer with their blood pressure. They suffer with, you know, replacements, everything. Man. Yeah. All that kind of stuff, you know, so, 
So I mean, I, I don't know if if you want to add something to that, giving giving a, a different purpose to our effort. You know. Yeah, I'd say it's 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 quite a. It almost sounds radical. Not not many. I, mm. I haven't come across many people that actually think about it to that degree. Mm. In all honesty, because what I have found, and this goes for all age groups and people across the board, is that things just become autopilot. Mm. In the sense that there is no purpose really to anything apart from, well, this is what I do because this is what it gives me. Yeah. So I go to work because it pays the bill, puts food on the table, X, Y, and Z. There's no actual purpose. Mm. And there's usually no purpose that involves people beyond themselves, which mm. is the the sad part in a sense. And I guess I think there's a there's a fundamental step that that people and ourselves as individuals need to take before we can repurpose the effort that we that we're putting into things and that is to <laughs> come to a better way and obviously we know what that is yeah yeah you know, and for the audience out there that is coming to christ because once you look to christ you do begin to see things in a much different light mm. you begin to see yourself you know what you're mentioning about those imaginations and the realities up yeah and how they what you experience and what it, it sets you out to do on a day-to-day in the physical it changes a lot once you interact with Christ and see what your identity is from that point of view. Yeah. So that's quite a can of worms that could be opened. Um, But I do think that's a crucial step before we can even consider, to be honest with you, repurposing any sort of effort. Mm. And, you know, going back to the discipline, just changing that in and of itself requires us to go to Christ Mm. because then discipline goes from being a daily practice to being part of your character. Yeah. And that's a huge difference. Once discipline's part of your character, you don't associate the same, how can I say, negative aspects that you did before, mm, mm. if that makes sense. I'm not 100%. too sure if you can relate to that. Yep. I mean, <laughs> what I find with discipline, this is the contrast that I made in my mind back then when I was still busy growing up and in school and stuff, is that discipline always required me to really think about it, uh, to really put my mind to it, put my mind to the task and make sure I was then acting it out, mm. right? Whereas once I came to know Jesus and the discipline slowly began to become a part of who I was because now I'm seeing value in things apart from myself, I didn't have to think about being disciplined anymore because the value carried that through. Mm. Mm. So now I'm in a place where I can now repurpose my efforts because I can change my whole reason, the whole value system for actions that are now taking place. And that's going to be a, a step that everyone that's busy listening to this, everyone in the audience needs to make for themselves mm. to say, Hey, that sounds pretty cool. You know? Yeah. And it's an interesting proposition for everyone that's listening here is that wouldn't you like discipline not to be something that's painful? Of course. Not to be something that requires constant action from your side. Mm. Would you not want discipline to become a natural part of who you are? No, of course. Of you course. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's yes, I, I like what you mentioned there about um you know the the value part of it you know and um, going beyond the selfish purpose of our actions because mm. you know the truth is uh, a lot of people think it's either or like like what you mentioned for example you know getting up and going to work you know all these kind of things um I think there is this expectation that it must be either or. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. Completely, it's it's either I work or I do my dream, my passion. Yeah, I can't do both. Exactly. Or I can't be stuck. I can't be busy with something in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and I don't know where those kind of extreme uh, uh, viewpoints originate. I think they originate in different places for for everyone. Everyone, But 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 the point I want you to make about it was is that you know wherever you are and whatever you're doing, your your purpose um, for that day that your purpose for your life for who you are um is is independent of those activities you know yeah. in the other episodes we were talking about that external anchor yeah. you know what i'm saying and and this is the same way is is like when we look at how uh, some people's like you know i just want to you know i just want to be this kind of boss and i just want to own those businesses and mm-hmm. i just want to you know i just want to be there and it's cool but i don't want to do anything in the meantime to gain skill or experience or knowledge or understanding I just want to arrive there one day and then just make it happen. You, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the truth is, is because um, a lot of us will not 
accept ourselves or see ourselves as successful or achieving or anything until we get to that place. Yeah. But the truth is, we understand that we are whole, we're successful, we're, we're complete, we're everything, we're, we're, we're valuable, we have purpose in Christ. So before we've even done any activity, action, whatever, whatever it may be, before we've done any of that, we already have value in Christ. You know what I'm saying? We're qualified, man. That's it, you know. And and the truth, the reason why we have value is because he loves us. You know, when you love something, it means it's valuable to you. Yeah. So that means we are valuable to God, you know. And and the thing where you're talking about is like sometimes I can see this in front of me. Why don't I just do it? Mm. You know, I'll use a basic example, right? Yeah. Let's say it's like really hot and you're going to a pool party. Yeah. You get two kinds of people. You get the people who first feel it with their hand. It's like, okay, cool. Then they dip, you know, they stand on the, on the side like that and they dip the one foot in like, oh, okay, you know. process within the process. Yeah, then they're going to go onto the, then they're going to go onto the step. Then they're going to take one more, one more, one more. And you know, the truth is they yeah. are suffering the entire time they're trying because your body's so hot and then it goes up one level and they go, oh, 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 you know, and they're like, oh, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold, it's cold. And then and they reach the belly button, they tap out. Yeah, yeah, they're like, no, 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 I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. But then. You look at the other person, they're like, stuff it, I'm going in, boom. And they just jump yeah. in. They enjoy the water for however long, you know? Yeah. And, and this, is, this is linking back to what I was saying earlier, you know? And um, when we think about things and when we start imagining and we start doing all these things independent mm-hmm. of action, what happens is, is that the things in our head actually become unachievable. That's it. Seemingly Stalled. small, yeah. Seemingly small, trivial tasks immediately become these mountains that yeah. we're going to need weeks and months to get over. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll never forget when I was still in corporate, you know, I had uh, one of the managers that I had at head office. Yeah. You know, she was, she was a, yes, she was a go-getter. She was, she was dangerous, you know, <laughs> yeah. but um, no, I mean like in, in the good sense, you know, she was that, that and, and I promise you every time now the culture of corporate is we come together, we decide, then we go away. We're like, yeah. okay, we'll do that. And then you, yeah, ca- yeah. You, you come back four weeks later or we'll come together. <laughs> oh, we didn't do that. We'll decide to do it again and we go away, you know? So she, yeah. she arrived. She arrived and she realized, listen, this, this attitude is toxic. This is not going to do anything. So mm. uh, because I was working quite closely with her, we'd make a decision. She's like, no, no, do it now. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it now. It's like, okay, Bosh, but if you do it now, it's going to take you three minutes. In four weeks' time, you're going to forget about it. Yeah. I looked at her, I was like, I think you're, you're onto something. I can't argue with that logic. It's like, wait, wait, I can give up three minutes right now. Yeah. And that can be free. Uh, it's, it's, because listen, for me personally, there's nothing worse than having something on the back of your head. Oh, man. You know that, yeah. that just yes. keeps on nagging you. It's like an itch that you can't scratch. Dude, that constant weight <sighs> on you. And it doesn't matter how much fun you're trying to have. It doesn't matter the coolest people that you're with. It doesn't matter anything that things always here. Yeah. You know? But the truth is, if I took three minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever, the thing would be done. Boom. They'd be gone, you know? Come to the next. And, and, and the, the thing is, is that the freedom we experience from that and the, the dopamine we experience, the elation, the euphoria, you know, all these kind of things we experience from that, we've replaced with entertainment. Mm, so I would, exactly. I would rather binge watch my TV series. I would rather play games. I would rather watch movies. I would rather be scroll social media instead yeah. of doing that because I do understand that I need that, that sense of satisfaction and, and getting things done, right? But I don't want to go and do the effort, maybe because I'm insecure, maybe because I'm lazy, maybe because I, I, I think I can't do it, you know, whatever it may be, right? But I'm going to replace it with social media and then actually not end up doing anything. You with yeah. me? So the simple thing, and, and I use the pool example for that, is that if I separate the emotion, the fear, the insecurity, and everything of doing something and getting it done, right? Yeah. If I look at it objectively, right? Yeah. Then what's going to happen is I'm going to see that, wait a minute, it's actually not going to take that much for me to get this done. And I still have plenty of life left over afterwards. Yeah. You with me? Plenty yeah. of life left over. I mean, I had this phase, dude, where I would do everything before I would do what was necessary. <laughs> so I'd be carrying on That's with like the beginning of our podcast, man. Dude, literally <laughs> I would be carrying on with everyone. Cool. 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 Then at half past 11 at night, when everyone goes to sleep, I sit down, I get it done. I carry on until half past four in the morning. I'm like, wow, cool. This was cool. I got it done. Yeah. 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 Nice. 
What kind of day do you think I had the next day, brother? Yeah, zombie bash, man. Exactly. Zombie bash. <laughs> now, now here's the thing. Let's talk about let's 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 link back to what we spoke about the body, right? Yeah. Do you do you know that you know a simple thirty minutes a day or a few times a week of basic uh, uh, functional movements, compound exercises, increased heart rate, right? Yeah. Will will extend your longevity decades. Exponential, man. Exponential. I mean, now, now you think about it. That's not even a huge percentage of a day. I mean, 30 minutes out of 24 hours is not huge. Yeah. You with me? But why Why do we, do we avoid it? It's because it's the emotions that are involved that affects our discipline. Yeah. Well, I think we can almost sum it up like that, that if we want to say that, you know what, I'm going to engage on this process. One of the tools in my pockets that I've got now is discipline. But now what is that? I think maybe a cool way to sum it up based off what we've been discussing is that discipline is simply removing the emotion from the action that's necessary. Yeah, that's and, it. And to be more specific, the emotion that's preventing you from engaging into that activity. Because listen, emotion it, it is not necessarily, you know, let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. If you're feeling a good, positive, happy emotion to now go and do this activity, keep that with you. Yeah, it's going to help. But, yeah, hundred percent. You know, so we're not saying go jump to the extremes, yeah, guys, and be apathetic in the actions you take. But if you got an emotion that's holding you back, yeah, be disciplined. Remove it. Mm. Remove it. It's 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 got no reason to be there. It's serving no exactly. purpose. And 100%. the more you do that, the more skilled you become at doing that, the easier it becomes. Mm. To the point where, like I said, discipline is then part of your character because you're actually mature enough to say, you know what, I'm engaging in this process. There's an end goal that's worth getting to, whether it's at the end of this action, at the end of 10 actions, but we're going to be disciplined. So we're going to remove the emotion from the action and we're going to get it done. That's it. hundred percent. And I mean, you know, like we said, guys, whether, whatever emotion you are feeling, it is not an indication of your value. We've repeated that. (laughs) Right. Write it down, put on a sticky note. Do we'll, something. We'll put it as a strapping on the video, you know? <laughs> yeah. But but the truth is, is that, you know, whatever emotion you, you are feeling in Christ, you have a justification to experience beyond that. Yeah. You have a justification to have a purpose way more than that. You That's know what it. I'm saying? So, so, so always remember that, guys. It's like, listen, if you're feeling, if you're feeling down on a day and everything, you got to look to Jesus. Because your emotions change day, day in, day out, 55,000 times a day. All of ours do. Right, yeah. but Christ doesn't, and He has said, "We are fearfully, wonderfully made. We 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 are, we are valued. We are we are righteous. We're holy. We're set apart. We're reconnected with Him. We are, uh, uh, um, we have a purpose. You know what I'm saying? That our way of life is beyond ourselves. It's 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 anchored on Him, and serving people. You know. Yeah. So always, always remember that if you're struggling with discipline, remember your problem is not your existence as a human being. It's your emotion. <laughs> it's your emotion. And in that time where your emotions have the better of you, look to Christ, receive his grace. Like Lou was saying, you know, get those emotions out the way. Receive his grace and choose to align yourself with him. And I promise you, in your own heart, you're going to experience such a life and such a joy in doing what you are purposed to do. And that is to serve God and to serve people. So from myself, Basharuni, grace and peace as always. Thank you for tuning into episode five. We love you guys a lot. Uh, if there's anything you want us to talk about, if you need a chat, whatever it is, the links are in the description. Please get in touch with us. And please uh, come and visit us at CWW. We want to see you there. We want to connect with you. That's where we'll be on Sunday, Sunday mornings, 8.30. Uh, so yeah, until our next episode. Lou? My turn? Yeah, it's your <laughs> turn. <laughs> Sorry, I got half my laptop covering the screen. I don't see your hands, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys, from our side, you know what, Basharuni. I like that nickname. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's been great chatting to you about this. I think this is a really cool practical tool for everyone that's been listening to. You know what, guys? Take the emotion out of thinking about it too much and mm-hmm. just apply it. You could just go for it. Honestly, that is the best advice that I can give. I think next episode, perhaps we'll touch on one or two more practical tools such as the consistency and the attitude that's necessary yeah. to, you know, help you through a process. But from my side, guys, like Bash said, come see us on a Sunday at CWW. Remember the description, in the description is the link to a further discussion about what we started off with, with the, the whole Israel-Palestine story. Mm. And from my side, guys, as always, 
Welcome to Respawn.